The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a show where we get to meet a great diversity of people and talk about a number of interesting topics. And today, it is my great pleasure to introduce the market president, uh, Mr. Nick Oler at Independence Bank, a, a company with whom Kentucky Wesleyan College has just a wonderful relationship and w- that has preceded me and I've, I've been brought into that fold and we cannot thank them enough. So Nick, first of all, just let me say thank you uh, for being on the show and thank you for everything that you do with Independence Bank for us. Uh, I truly believe we would not be the institution we are, or maybe not even here without your help. And, and I, I hope Everybody at Independence Bank realizes how grateful we are as a college for the help that you've given us so far. Yeah, well, well thank you. Yeah, we're, we're excited to be here today. And anytime that, you know, I had the opportunity to be able to, to come out and, you know, and share a little bit about independence, you know, it, that's important to me. But also, it's so great to be able to partner with great community partners to be able to come out and, and share, you know, how we do partner together and the great relationship that we do have. That's great. So do me a favor. I, I think you're better known around the area than than am i but could you just for our purposes give us a little bit of background uh your where you grew up how you got to owensboro how you ended up at independence bank yeah sure so um, born and raised here in owensboro uh spent my whole life here going through uh, the davis county public schools uh, graduated from apollo high school in 99 huh. and then uh, shortly uh, right after graduating i moved over to uh, bowling green kentucky okay. uh, where i continued my education with uh, western kentucky university mm-hmm. and uh, honestly i was uh, finishing up about my last semester at Western and um, I ended up coming back home and no rhyme or reason why I really did. There was something that was just pulling me back home for a little bit. And mm-hmm. I believe that honestly, that God always has a plan on, on why he's directing you one way or another. And, you know, I finished up my last semester at Western and uh, began to work at the bank and honestly didn't have a, um, a desire really to, to work with numbers. Um, honestly, I thought that I would end up uh, working in the school system. Uh, I had a degree in uh, psychology and thought eventually that I would, I would go back and maybe get my teaching certificate. Nice. And eventually be uh, a high school counselor and help high school students, you know, make their their next move in, into college as well. But I instantly fell in love with the bank. Yeah. Uh, I started out as a part time teller uh, working for them that summer, and then shortly after I became a full time teller. And here I am, nineteen years later, and uh, have did uh, many is... different jobs. Yeah, within the bank, and uh, you know, it's just a uh, it's a wonderful family atmosphere. Um, absolutely uh, love being at the bank and what the bank means to our community. Uh, it's my it's my second family, yeah. and so uh, you know, I talk about you know, I believe that God has that direction for us, and. I think that direction when he was pulling me back to Owensboro was mm-hmm. because that's when I met my wife. And oh. so, yes. So, uh, <laughs> so is, is your wife a, an Owensboro native as well? She is. She is. She is an Owensboro native. She was born and raised here as well. And then um, her uh, dad was actually transferred to uh, Louisville uh, for his job. Mm-hmm. And so she moved there for a short period of time and actually finished up her education at UofL. Okay. And then uh, we had a little bit of a, a long distance relationship for a while and here we are back in Owensboro raising our family. We have a 19-year-old uh, son that's at Western wow. Kentucky University. Okay. And then we have our 15-year-old daughter, Caden, who is a, uh, a freshman over at Davis County, and she Wonderful. cheers for those uh, groups. So, yeah, so we, we're, we've we made Owensboro definitely our home and just uh, uh, love the community that, that we are in here for sure. That's great. We were talking on, on the walk over to the station about 
your daughter a little bit. You were in Florida last week for a cheer competition. How did she do? That's right. So it was the national cheer competition down in Orlando. Um, I felt like whenever we walked in, uh, we were at the ESPN Worldwide of Sports nice. at, at their <laughs> complex. And I, I told my wife, I felt like we walked into a movie uh, because there was cheerleaders everywhere, parents everywhere. The girls did great. Uh, they, uh, they They put a lot of hard work in, into cheering. And, you know, what people don't realize is that it's almost a, a year-round sport. Right. And so uh, they did not fare as well as what they wanted to. But at the end of the day, my daughter said she still had a great time. Well, good. And you get to these competitions, especially if it's one of the first times and you're sort of in awe of of what you're seeing and getting down to the work of the actual competition is hard. And sometimes I think just having that experience is is so much fun. That's exactly right. You know, and that's what I was telling my daughter, of course, you know, teenage girls, you know, not moving forward like they thought they were going to in the competition. Uh, They were, of course, upset. But uh, I I said, it's kind of life lessons. You know, it's like you can be the best of the best, but it doesn't mean that you're going to get the opportunity that you thought that you were going to get. And I said, even though it's hard to see that at 15 years old, uh, you know, your dedication, your commitment and your hard work uh, will continue to pay forward as you can continue to grow up and as you go to college and as you move on you know to whatever uh, job that you decide to move into and so well and then big test of a person's character is how they treat others while they're going through these different processes be it athletics academics work related how do you treat those around you and through all the good times through all the adversity everything that comes forward that that tells what uh, the person you are. That's exactly right. You know, and I've always tried to teach my kids. My son played baseball at Davis County. Mm-hmm. And I said, you don't necessarily have to be an athlete. You know, it doesn't have to be baseball. It doesn't right. have to be cheer. Just commit yourself to something, right. you know, and because I believe that's what can develop your leadership skills. And I'm a big believer in putting people in the best light that they possibly can be in, you know, to help lead other people. And I try to, you know, instill that in my children as well. And again, you know, it, maybe it's it being a part of a club, you know, maybe sure. it's being a part of the band, you know, whatever it may be. It's just be active, be involved, and because I believe that would just pay dividends down the road. Well, and I think you're right. And, and it forces you into a leadership position at some point, right? And it, and it puts you in front of other people. You are on stage a little bit. You get over that frightened feeling of what it's like to be in front of people. There's a, they do a survey on, a, on occasion of people's top 10 fears and public speaking or, or speaking in front of a crowd is generally the first or second highest rated fear. And it, it flips with this one, death, so okay. there are times when the majority of people are more afraid of public speaking than they are of death. And I think you're right. Getting into clubs, getting into athletics, getting into some type of a group that puts you out, sometimes out of your comfort zone, but with people with whom you, you have a great deal in common and for whom you care a great deal, it, it gives you that confidence. So I'd like to ask you. Yes. You started as a part-time teller. That's right. Yes. And now you're market president. So obviously you've gone through the various stages and you are in a very strong leadership position now how did you go through those different phases and we try to teach students that where you start is not where you're going to end up and work hard be good and you'll get your dividends as as have you you're a perfect example of that so how did you how did your outlook change as you were moving through and and working with people in a different it's just sort of a different light as you worked your way through sure yeah so 
independence has created such a culture there that is just, in, in my opinion, I think one of the best that there possibly could be. And so developing that culture has also allowed for the bank to hire, I believe, the best of the bank bankers out there in, you know, in, in this part of the state. And as I continued to develop my career, I had great leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, I had great mentors, you know, and as I would go through yearly evaluations, you know, that each year we would go through like, OK, you know, what do you want to do with the bank? You know, what drives you? You know, what, what is your niche? And just being a part of Independence Bank, I knew that I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do mm-hmm. early on. But I knew that's where I wanted to be at because they held the same values that I held. Okay. You know, I I knew that it was a a great place to raise my family and, you know, they were going to be able to help support me so I could support my family. You know, and as I I went through that that avenue of trying to figure out what I wanted to do, um, I had a great mentor of Daryl Higginbotham, who was uh, the county president before me. And um, ironically enough, Daryl and I still joke today that uh, he and I remind each other of ourselves. And as he kind of shaped me to be the banker that I am today, Mm -hmm. uh, it really made me just fall in love with, with banking and know that it's not just about the numbers. It's just, it's not about the bottom line, right. but it's about making a difference uh, in people's lives, mm-hmm. but also making a difference in our community. And I was always really involved in high school of being a part of different clubs myself. I mm-hmm. wasn't the best athlete by no means, uh, but I found my comfort level was being a part of clubs, giving back. Mm-hmm. And Independence Bank was the, the best of both worlds. I got to do what I love to do, but also got paid for it as well. That's great. And so, uh, you know, they have just been so fair to me and just given me opportunity after opportunity. Did everything always work out to the way that I thought it was going to? <laughs> it did not. Right. But that's, again, that's where I teach my kids, you know, life is about learning lessons, right? And you may not always get what you what you right. think that you're going to get. Well, and, and as you said, though, you feel like you are exactly in the place where you should be and you enjoy what you do to such a great extent. So not every activity is going to work correctly, but I think what you've shown is if you stay true to yourself, stay on your own pathway, you eventually will get to where you need to be. And I want to ask you another question. Yes. And this has uh, just fascinated me when, whenever I talk to you or anybody at Independence Bank, one of the big things Independence Bank does, you talk about being a community um, partner and a community leader, and you're involved in so much, uh, not just banking, but you, I see you at all the different events and it's wonderful. And we, we try to do the same. We like to be involved and, and, and really bring Owensboro in as a family. What you do at Independence Bank is very different from what I see at many other financial institutions. Explain a little bit about your community outreach at Independence Bank and, and the importance of it. Yeah, so right now, Independence Bank has total assets of about $3.2 billion. Davis County makes up about a billion dollars of that. Wow. Yeah, so we're, we're the biggest county, um, you know, in our footprint. You know, what we contribute our growth to is giving back to our community. You know, whether it's partner with, you know, Kentucky Wesleyan, mm-hmm. or if it's Gratza, or if it's Puzzle Pieces, you know, that is a way for us to just continue to give back to our community. And giving back to the community, you know, it's not about just giving dollars to them. It's about us being committed to that organization. Right. It's about being involved and helping them. And when we do that, you know, it's kind of twofold for us. You know, it's like we are helping those organizations that give so much back to our community, mm-hmm. but also people want to bank with us 
because we are giving back to our community. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I love to talk about is our scholarship program. You know, that's something that we, we do on an annual basis, of course, and we're in the, the midst of it right now of accepting mm-hmm. applications. But over the, the history of our scholarship program, you know, we've given back over um, – over $1.2 million oh my uh, to high school seniors, you know, in the footprints that we serve in, and, you know, and that's just a, a, another testament to Independence Bank and, you know, and how much that they believe in our communities and how much they want to give back yeah. to our community. Because truth be told, if it, you know, if it wasn't the the great folks that are, you know, within Davis County or, or McLean County or whatever county that we, we may be in, you know, it, it's because of our, our customers and our community who makes us the bank that we are today. Well, and the one thing I love about Independence Bank and, and you and your team is with all of the modern technology today, it's so simple to go online, get things accomplished. You would never actually have to speak to another human being. Right. And with you folks, you're in our office, we're having conversations, we're just visiting, just having fun, getting to know each other more than beyond the business, which is so important and so much fun. And so I don't see that in many other institutions, but you guys do it so nicely. And I, so I want to commend you on that. that well, thank that's, you. Thank uh, you. We, we, we have such a, a wonderful group. And although, you know, I'm a, I, I call myself really a, an old school banker, you know, even sure. though I'm still relatively a younger guy, <laughs> but I still call myself a, an old school banker because I, I, I believe in the, the brick and mortar. Uh, yeah. But we also are very innovative as well and try to bring, you know, the technology to play. But again, it's about developing those relationships and being out here with you guys, you know, and making those connections. And that's yes. what continues to help us to grow to be the bank. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my watch, not um I, not to be rude, but if I go too far over, Derek, it's mad. We still have we still have some time left. So okay, I, good deal. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure we were we were on time. Right. Uh, so you, you mentioned a little bit of your activity in high school. You were in clubs. Were you in, involved with athletics at all? You know, I swim my uh, my senior okay. my senior year. Uh, I love being around water, and so uh, my senior year, I decided that I was going to go and, and swim on the swim team, and did that. Now, prior to that, I, I played baseball my whole life. Okay, uh, I played baseball all the way up to I was sixteen, and then honestly, when, once I got in high school, that um, I decided not to play baseball anymore, and it, it involved myself, like I said, in, in several different yeah. uh, groups and student council and mm-hmm. pep club. You know, anything that I could be involved in is. Uh, what I really uh, tried to, to focus on, but uh, the, the swimming thing was um, it was something that I, I, I did enjoy. It was hard work, sure. oh, uh, yeah. but again, it was about the uh, you know just the commitment of being involved with the group is what I loved more than anything about it. Well, and that's the beauty of the clubs, and and we try to tell our students here be involved in something, and whether that be athletics, ministries, academic clubs, social clubs, internships, be involved in something because. It's so much more than just going to class. That's right. And, and and to be a very well-rounded person, to be that leader in the next generation that we need, having that well-roundedness, being able to work within those groups is, is going to be so important. Absolutely. You know, I think about just the organizations that I was involved in, you know, when I was in college myself, you know, you make lifelong friendships there. Yes. You make yeah big connections, you know, throughout that process too. You know, it, it's, it's funny, of course, you know, technology is a big part of our lives today. Sure. Social media is a big part of our lives today. You know, and I just think about, you know, I wouldn't have some of the connections that I have, you know, today if it wasn't for Facebook, you know, and I was, sure. I was it's funny because I was just thinking about this a couple of days ago. It's like, I've been out of college, you know, on, over 20 years now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, and it's just like, it, it, it's hard to believe that, 
you know, that I still have those connections with people. And even though it may just all be through Facebook or, you know, some type of social media outlet, you know, that's still important to have those connections because we can still, you know, bounce ideals off of each right. other as well. And, and we always talk about the ills of social media, but there are some very good things and, and like staying in touch. I, I stay in touch now with high school friends that I had not seen in, in decades. And it was, I, when I went to college, the, uh, we had computers, um, but we did not have internal hard drives until my senior year. And that was the biggest thing. They had internal hard drives and they were only large enough to hold a few programs. So you still had to in, insert your own floppy disk. And it was a five and a quarter floppy disk. And we had, <laughs> so you always had to carry those around and they bent so easily. It was just amazing. <laughs> and I was just at a seminar today where they were talking about the change in media and, and the average person spends 11 hours per day on some type of media, wow. be it TV, your smartphone, computer, just connected to the web somehow. That's a lot of time. That is a lot of time, yes. And one of the things I loved about uh, Independence Bank and our relationship is it's not online. We, we come to each other's office, we talk to each other, and I'm a little old school that way myself. And uh, it's just, I think, so much more fun in person. That, that's right. You know, it's, you know, when you have that eye-to-eye contact, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, like, I can read your body language and understand, yes. you know, where I need to go with a conversation. Yes. You know, and if, if we all just you know, commit ourselves to, you know, just some type of online or, you know, just some type of social media, I think we lose that connection. Yes. And so again, I believe it's about building great relationships because, you know, it's like you and I have spent, you know, several different times together, but I feel like each and every time that we're together, it's like our relationship grows even more. We get yes. a little bit more comfortable talking about, you know, you know, we were talking about running on the way over here. Well, today. we were talking yeah. about sweating. <laughs> yes. we're, we're both big sweaters. Yes. So uh, we, we don't need to go into that detail. Right. I mean, people start to turn off the radio but (laughs) but no you were right and and you do and you don't get that same relationship online you don't get that same relationship through email you don't get that same relationship through tiktok or facebook that's right and and as powerful as they are being in person is is so much more important absolutely so i'm a big in communication and you know and sometimes i think through an email or through a text message that communication can be misunderstood it can and you know and that's a big part of me it's like i could just type something out real quick but no I, this doesn't sound quite right let right. me just pick up the phone and call you or, or come visit you for a minute <laughs> my, my philosophy is if you have to do more than two emails going back and forth it's time for a conversation absolutely and, 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 and too that. much yes. is lost in text and yes for sure you can't see a smile you can't you can't see the irony you uh, it, it's just much more difficult yes absolutely yeah. well nick thank you so much i've appreciated our time and, and it's gone by so quickly yes um I give all of my guests the opportunity to have the last word and to to uh, leave our listener with the with whatever thought you would like. Okay, yeah. So I have the opportunity a lot of times to get to sit in front of uh, you know folks that are just graduating from from college, mm-hmm. you know, and they're always wanting to know, you know, how do I get to where you're at, or how do I get to where that person in the office next door to you gets. And the best advice that I always give to people is just be patient. You know, you're, you're not going to come out of college, you know, making that six figure, you know, salary right Right. off the bat. That may not be possible. Some positions it could be, uh, but I I see most people just get impatient. And, um, you know, I always tell people that independence bank, you know, we will advance you, give us that time. 
And again, I believe in putting people in that best light and, you know, and putting them on a road that, you know, that will put them in the position right. that they're in. But you just have to make sure that you're giving it the time. And again, we go back to that commitment and that dedication, you know, and when you have that commitment and that dedication, um, you know, again, down the road, it's just going to pay off for you. And um, I, I'm, I'm blessed that I was patient, uh, not always, but I, I, I was patient <laughs> enough to uh, be able to have a, uh, uh, like I said, a, a nice uh, 19 year career so far with Independence Bank. And oh, that's great. I, I appreciate this opportunity. I love being able to get out. This is what I love about my job is being yeah. able to be in front of people and to be able to share a little bit about the bank and share a little bit about me. And, you know, again, it's building our relationship. And uh, again, I, I appreciate you inviting me. Well, thank you. And as I said, we are grateful for the relationship. So that is the best way to end the show. So I hope you stay safe out there and be nice to people. Be good. Have a great day. And uh, and, until next time, have fun. The proceeding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC, or Kentucky Wesleyan College.